0: Welcome to this week's Goals with Soul. I'm Jo Ingram, and I have literally just leapt out of the bath in order to record this episode for you today. I was having a middle-of-the-day bath, which is one of the joys of being your own boss, because I was feeling a little bit low vibe, and I just have been working a little bit too hard, a bit out of alignment. I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter what's on my to-do list today. I'm just going to take some time out and soak in some salt water and just... ah. Oh. And of course, when you're lying in this relaxed state, and I was doing a bit of meditation, I was listening to the sound of the, it's not an air conditioner, that thing that kind of uh, like a vent that sucks out the steam from the bathroom. And boom, I'm like, I have to share this. I really have to talk about how I've gone from being a perfectionist coach to being a resilient AF CEO. And if you've ever, and I'm sure that you do all the time, just like me, get stuck in little perfectionist moments and feel that awful feeling in the pit of your stomach when you make a mistake or you feel like somebody didn't like you or something didn't go right and all of this stuff comes up for you and you think, oh, why am I doing this? Um, People are going to think stuff about me. They're going to judge me. I'm an idiot. Gosh, I mean, that's just what I think sometimes. Perhaps you think similar or you're just leaning in because you're curious how I have made the transition and managed to stay in alignment with it the majority of the time. And I'm going to share a couple of examples of things that have happened recently, which really illustrate where the resilience comes into play and the thought processes that I've gone through in order to get there. Now, the first one is actually not very difficult for me to recollect because it happened today. I created some emails to send out to promote the guests that have been on my podcast and today's episode, and I'm recording this uh, probably a few weeks before you'll hear it, today's episode went live with the lovely Lynn Coleman, and I sent out an email to my whole list to say, hey, great show, come and listen in. And what I did at the top is I forgot to put that little link in that makes it pull through the person's name who's on the email list. So you tell it to pull in their name, so it's really personalised, and it says, hey Joe, or hey you, what your name is. And instead of doing that the email went out and it said hey name slash friend yuck (laughs) I looked at that and I was like oh yuck that looks so horrible but then I was like and so like what's the worst that can happen somebody's going to open that email and perhaps you even did right and they might think oops Joe made a mistake there or perhaps someone in Joe's team made a mistake although this one I take full credit for And they just think, oh, well, perhaps it doesn't land as well as it might because that personalisation wasn't there. Maybe I could have done more, i.e. get it right, in order to make sure that the majority of people read through the email. Maybe somebody looked at it and bounced straight out. It was like, ugh, idiot not interested. Chances are none of the above. It just became another email that my loyal readers of my emails were very happy to see and kind of didn't think twice about it. And those that wouldn't have opened it, or those that would have judged me, weren't even around to view it. And as I've gone through that, I basically told you how I, how I created that resilience, the thought process, the stories that I was telling myself, and I am telling myself, to just let it go. And believe me, this is not something that I find easy and you find hard or anything like that. This is something that if you'd have known me only a few short years ago when I was working at the advertising agency in London in corporate, I'm a world apart from that, Joe, because in that world, there wasn't room for mistakes. A mistake like that would have meant that I'd have had to have phoned my client and literally grovelled in apology, that I would have had to uh, send emails that would have probably have to have been approved by my boss, or if somebody in my team had done that, I would have been that boss saying, This just isn't okay. Where's your attention to detail? Um, you know, clearly, if you want to progress in this industry, you've got to do better. And whilst there there are reasons in corporate that certain standards have to be met and I get that I'm so happy to be in a world where we get the chance to make mistakes and in fact failure is celebrated we can in fact encourage ourselves to make mistakes so we can grow so we can make faster progress so we have the courage to do things that otherwise would be hard you know I have been really busy this week as I mentioned. And when I was scheduling those emails, I was literally just having to fit them in before I went and cooked some dinner for my kids or before I took a bath or something equally as important that I have to make sure is priority, plus all the things I'm doing as well in my business. So yeah, I rushed a little. And the reality is, is that as solopreneurs, we are solopreneur CEOs, sometimes we move a little too fast. Sometimes we do it a little bit before we're ready. Sometimes we build the plane while it's in the air and all of those things. And whilst I always strive to do the best I can, and I like the idea of perfection, I am a realist and I'm also really excited about building my business. And if I stuck too much with the idea that things have to be right and perfect, I probably wouldn't have written that email at all. I probably wouldn't have moved forward and keep doing all the things I do. And, you know, for a second, my my limiting thoughts, my brain just went, well, maybe it'd been better off if you hadn't written that email. (laughs) But here's the thing. Whilst I made a mistake on that email, whilst I sat there in that hour, I wrote four emails. I'm going to go and check the other three that I didn't make the same mistake. But the point being that I wouldn't have written those either if I'd have been worried that some small mistake would have gone out. The spelling mistakes, the grammar mistakes, they really irritate me, but not so much That I won't go forward, even if a mistake exists. So I'm curious what your view is on this particular um, area of being a perfectionist coach. And can you see the transition between being stuck small, that perfectionist coach um, identity with being the resilient AFCO? Just that person that's just like, yeah, I made a mistake and move on. I'm gonna make sure I learn from it because it's always good to. Um, iterate and test and learn, but I'm not going to beat myself up. And I know why it happened. And I support the ethos that created that mistake, even if I didn't love the mistake itself. Right, on to my second point about resilience. And this one is all about what happens when people do things, clients, um, perhaps collaborators or followers, whatever it might be, and you're like, oh, what's that say about me? And I'm going to draw on a real life example that in my previous perfectionist coach persona, I would be too mortified to even share with you. I would feel shame. And this is being ghosted by a prospect by somebody that showed up on a discovery call an absolutely lovely lovely person and we had a really really good chat and it was really clear that there were definitely ways that I could help her we had a really good conversation about it at the end of the discovery call she said she would like to work with me which was lovely and I followed up with all of the onboarding things that I do and um, didn't really hear from her too much and she said something about well she wasn't really sure she did tell me I'm not sure after I prompted And so I thought about it again, and I came up with an idea, a solution to what her objection might be. Now, don't imagine that there's any coercion here, because in my brand values about authenticity and integrity, I really lean into the fact that you should never coerce somebody into working with you to, you know, lay it on so thick that they find it hard to say no. But certainly, if somebody has an objection that I think can be overcome, I think it's worth a conversation. And I recorded a podcast episode about this not too long ago about being bold enough to follow up and so I did I followed up and said listen do you want to jump on a quick call because I think I've got an idea for you which she did and we jumped on this call and we had a a second really good conversation about it and it felt like she had shifted she was like yeah I definitely do want to work with you I'm really glad we had this call awesome let's do it and again I followed up and I never heard from her again after that Now, at first, I felt, ooh, I've deeply weirded out by this. Like, what, what does this mean? Because not only did she choose not to work with me, but literally I never heard from her again. I was ghosted. Um, And I thought a lot to myself, have I ever done this to someone in the past? And whilst I couldn't remember an exact um, example, and certainly not one where I'd interacted quite as much one-to-one with them, there, of course, were times where I had interacted with a coach that I thought might help me and then drifted away. Perhaps I didn't even give it a second thought. So energetically, I was quite possibly... um, had had put that energy out in the world. And it was obviously something that I had to experience. I truly believe it has made me more resilient because at the end of the day, I'm not showing up and you're not showing up to simply be liked. It's not a popularity competition. Showing up with a job to do, with a mission. And my mission was really to help this coach create her unique brand message and to launch her business so she could make money and impact and the other things that she wanted to achieve. And that's why I was showing up. Now, it would have been lovely for her to come and work with me, but clearly it possibly wouldn't have worked because, you know, if she wasn't aligned after those two calls and she would, wasn't able to follow through with what her heart wanted and possibly it was a heart head, heart head, maybe she wouldn't have got the results. So, you know, that all worked out for the best. And then I got the opportunity to build a little bit of resilience, even to show up in pure authenticity and vulnerability and share this story with you because you know I, I, I did feel gosh people could judge me for that I'm really embarrassed but actually it wasn't for me to be embarrassed it wasn't for anyone to feel any shame it was just, just something that happened something that happened to the highest good of all concerned and whilst we might not know exactly how I love to trust the universe we can trust that that is the case that it worked out for an absolutely brilliant reason And so I'm just getting very, very into this area, but I do want to start to wrap this up because I was only in the bath a few minutes ago and I really got to jump on a call. So what I'd like to do is talk a little bit about the third and final way that really you build resilience and you turn into that resilient AF CEO. And that's about getting your confidence levels high. It's about feeling that you are here for a reason. You have a job to do. You're completely aligned with your brand message. Now, you've heard me say it quite a lot recently about how important getting your unique message in place is. And that what I mean by that is when you show up and you truly understand what it is you do, who you do it for, how you do it, you have your signature offer, you have your alignment with your avatar, and most of all, you're aligned and lit up because it's a part of you, your business. It's so intrinsic to who you are and what only you can do that it's easy to express in all those spaces online. But once you get that clarity boom, the confidence, the confidence just soars. And I'll tell you what, when we're trying to be resilient, there's a lot to be said from being confident. Once you really know what you're about and you have that mission and that fire in your belly, when little things happen like a spelling mistake or a client not booking with you, it really isn't enough to dampen your enthusiasm and to stop you from moving forward in full alignment with your great results and what you're meant for in this world. So I hope that was inspiring for you today. I'm just thinking about it so much. I think I might go and write something on it next. So as always, inspired action. I would love for you to think about some opportunities to get that resilience in place for you. Some things that have happened for you recently, or maybe a long while ago in your business, where you thought, "Ugh," and you felt that, feeling in the pit of your stomach where it just didn't feel good. Perhaps you even went off the rails a little and you didn't feel resilient. In fact, the opposite. Have a little think about what happened there and rewrite the story. What could you say instead? So give yourself an empowering thought about it. And as new things crop up, as they inevitably will, 100% guarantee that you're going to have things that come up that you're not that aligned with, you don't love that much. How can you be more resilient? Write a new story in the moment or give yourself a 90 second pity party if you wish and then write yourself a new story. And that is what I would love to invite you to do for your inspired action this week. And so just before I mentioned about having your unique brand message, and that is exactly what I teach in Time to Rise, which is is the magnetic messaging method program. So if you're intrigued and you know you've got to get your foundations right and you've got to build that clarity and get that confidence, then have a chat with me really, really simple. Just go into the show notes and you'll see a link there for a clarity call. Sometimes I call them alignment calls. It's the same thing. It's an opportunity for us to chat, for me to really understand your business and to see if you're a good fit, if that program can really help you make massive results for your business. And if so, I'm already looking forward to chatting. Have an Inspired Action Week. Take care now.